If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hello, I'm Megan Segura. And I'm Rachel Roberts. Welcome to The Daily Dish, Bravo's official podcast. We are digital producers for BravoTV.com, coming to you from the Bravo offices and Rockefeller Center. We have a few big shows to talk about today. We have Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and of course, we can't forget Vanderpump Rules. And we're going to be talking to my favorite girl, Ariana Maddox. She's my avatar in our Slack channel. (laughs) Insider info. (laughs) I'm just mean that's how much I love her. Yeah, no. Um, So, listeners, you are in the future, so for you, Valentine's Day is a thing of a past, but we haven't experienced it yet. No, we don't know what 2018 Valentine's Day has in store for us. Well, we do. We have plans. Okay. Yeah. What are yours? I'm going to be on a flight to London for my friend's hen party. For those of you who aren't British, a hen party is a bachelorette party. Right. That's exciting. I'm so excited. I love London, um, and it's like one of my best, oldest friends, so I'm just... She lives in England. Everyone keeps me like, well, your friend's really bougie. You've got to go to London. I'm like, no, no, she. I assume she lived in England, but that's funny that other people. No, a lot of people are like, oh, my God, people are taking things to the extreme now. And I'm like, no, 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 she lives in England. It's not that crazy. Uh, So I'm super excited. And I'm getting there like a day early and I'm leaving like a day late. So I it'll be fun. We're going cider tasting. Ooh, The most excited I'm most excited about we're playing a 80s themed murder mystery (gasps) game and an actor is coming to the Airbnb so it'll be like a true murder mystery party a la The Office actor you can hire off the internet yes yeah that's cool Mm -hmm. but is he also a stripper we'll have to find out (laughs) I did look at strippers and there was a Harry Potter one and we were like we must get this one but then we were like is that who we are? <laughs> I don't know. It also was like very clearly a gay stripper website. So then we were like, maybe that's more fun. But I don't know. We decided to go against it and play murder mystery. Right. Yeah, I'm really excited. What about you, Megan? Uh, well, I think you can already guess my plans. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> 
I made Aaron buy pre-sale tickets of Fifty Shades of Grey, so we will be going to see that. I mean, you're welcome, Aaron. <laughs> right? No, uh, it's funny because like we, this is actually what we've been doing for the past two years. What are you gonna do in 2019? No, they really should have cut this one in half. Yeah, just prolonged it for another year. It probably, then- I think it makes him happy because it just makes me a cheap date. Like you just have to buy a movie ticket, right? And then you've done your part. Next year, ask your creative. That sucks. He's probably just as mad as you are that they're not coming back. <laughs> oh, boy. It's so funny because that trailer starts off so, like, normal. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's, like, guns. I know. A mental, like, breakdown. Yes. Like, then she's driving, like, Fast and the Furious. And I'm just, like, how how did we get from, like, this honeymoon to now she drives, like, Paul in Fast and the Furious? He's dead. Let's use another I one. I know. Vin <laughs> Diesel. Vin Diesel. It's the only one I can think of when I think of Fast and the Furious. Who else is in those movies? Luda. Like yeah. Ludacris. Right. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to be like, tweet us what you did on Valentine's Day, but I don't think you want to share that with us. It's weird. But if you do, but we're you know here what else for it. <laughs> but not weird like the ladies thought about Erica Jane this week. Oh, way to jump the gun. I'm sorry, I used the word weird, and I automatically thought of Bev Hills. Well, can we start with Atlanta? I really want to talk about Atlanta. Yes, please. I loved this episode. I don't know if there is anything more intimidating than the thought of having to do a sit-down lunch with Mama Joyce. (sighs) Yeah, I can't think of another person I would want to sit down with less being Portia. Right. This entire exchange shocked me because what we know of Mama Joyce. Yeah. Like, she was. Ain't no mountain high enough. Exactly. Let me tell you, ain't no river high enough. Ain't no ocean deep enough. Ain't no desert hot enough to keep me off your ass, baby. Ain't no mountain Mountain high high enough. enough. I mean, what did she end up with? Like, I got my eye on you or yeah. something like that. Oh, that was so good. There's the shoe moment, at least we forget. Yes. I yes. mean, Mama Joyce is not the person to be on the wrong side of. But she was a little tame at this lunch. A little tame? She's like on Portia's side. And I was just like, I cannot believe. Because I think what happened last season is one of the most serious accusations ever in Housewives history. Right. So the fact that Mama Joyce is able to be like, okay, with this, when in the past it was just like, I don't like Todd, like, it's so crazy to me. It makes you wonder if she really, because she disliked Phaedra so much toward the end, that she's just putting all the responsibility on Phaedra (laughs) and is letting Portia off the hook. I think that's maybe a valid point. I just thought of, they showed the scene where she's like, well, last time I saw Phaedra, I said I would choke her. When she introduced Candy to Todd, Mm -hmm. I told her I could have choked her. Okay, but then also Portia being like, well, it worked out okay. And she's like, "Hmm." she took a lemon and made lemonade. But it ended up being good. They got married. Well, Candy took a lemon and made lemonade. (laughs) That's a whole nother situation. I mean, oh my God. Son-in-law and your grandbaby's father. Todd is so sweet. Why does she hate him? (laughs) She, well, because he's not a doctor. Right. He's one of the, the... producers what did she say oh the workers yeah one of the workers which 
what must she think of us? We're the workers, for (laughs) sure. We would not be a good fit for candy, according to Mama Joyce. All these lawyers and everything else that you know, you gonna introduce her to one of the workers? But yeah, Mama Joyce was totally understanding of Portia, wanting to help her move on with Candy. Right. And being like, I understand how you got yourself in this mess because you're a loyal person. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. You're a ride or die damn chick. I'm serious. I can't be loyal to a fault. Don't let that stop you from being loyal, but you got to pick and choose who to be loyal to. Mm-hmm. Very... Very unexpected. The idea that she could put anything aside and think, like, because she's so on Candy's side no matter what, always, was just shocking to me. Yeah. Shocking to me. (laughs) I literally wrote down, why is Mama Joyce so happy to see Portia? It just was so weird. Yeah. Knowing the history. Yeah. I did also like that she's like, well, you're lucky it wasn't me because I would have a Rolls Joyce right now. It's lucky it wasn't me. I'm gonna be honest with yeah. you. Uh, Rose Royce, hey, Mama, what, didn't you Mama like that? Mama Joyce, don't you like that Rose? <laughs> hey, you got one, girl. You look real good with it. Mama Joyce and the Royce. Just, that would have been the step that Mama Joyce would have took. Yes, that would. Was- <laughs> uh, Mama Joyce, she just is just a gift that keeps on giving. Right. But yeah, maybe Mama Joyce is the key to a Candy and Portia reconciliation. Mm. Maybe onto something. Because if any Candy listens to anyone, it's Mama Joyce. That's right. Continuing on with the themed dinners this season, because there have been some great themes. Portia decided to host a no beef party. Yep. Because literally, yeah, no beef because she's vegan, but no beef because let's get along. I. I think a close second, or maybe my rose this week, I got to think about it, was when she was like, I don't know why nobody likes me. I like everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Portia. Irish Shout adds an effort to extend an olive branch. But the people who I have the most beef with aren't coming. They don't like me. I don't know why. I like them. I like everybody. Oh, my God. You wrote done Frackle Nackle Bullcrap, too. <laughs> but, yeah, Fraggle Nackle Bullcrap. Because Marla walks in with a fur right, to a vegan dinner party. Right. And then is it Sheree? Yeah. That's it's like, Sheree. What kind of fraggle knackle bullcrap is this? <laughs> bullcrap is this. Marlo shows up carrying a dead animal to a vegan dinner. What kind of fraggle knackle bullcrap is this? Oh, it's so good. So thank you for bringing that phrase into my life, Sheree. I just liked them turning up at this party. Marlo was like three, five sheets to the wind. Right. I mean, shots. Ugh. And more shots. I wanted to go, though, because I like hookah. They had a bartender, chef food. I was like, I want to go to this party. Why wasn't yeah. I invited, Portia? You're a no, you're a no meat. Right. I would have, I would have enjoyed it greatly. But I just liked all of them getting drunk. I also liked... That when Cynthia came in and she was like, I could tell they were talking about me. Right away, they were like, so here's what it is. We were just talking about what was happening between you and Will. So I was like, okay, good. Because that's the worst. You know that feeling when you walk into a room full of people and you just know they were just talking about you? They still were Right on time, girl. Yeah. That happened. But a big point they brought up at the dinner party was how they're going to Barcelona. Mm -hmm. But Kim wants to bring Croy. Or as Marlo kept calling him, Core. No! No, no Core! Can we bring 
have a thing. But I don't record. I don't want to bring corn. She was again. Not with us in the way everyone else was. What did you think of that? It just reminded anytime they talk about girls trips, I think of Vicky Gumbelson. Vicky, because she's very anti girls trip. I also think of uh, no, Alex. She's very pro girls trip. Oh, I'm, I'm, I meant pro girls trip, anti bringing your man along. Right, and I loved watching her story through the years because she at one point was like, I was so adamant because I was unhappy in my own marriage. Right. Anyway, uh, it reminds me of Alex McCord in that first season of New York and her bringing Simon to the girls' dinner. Oh my God. That was a great moment. I think that was the season finale, wasn't it? Of season one? No, it wasn't the finale, but it was it was like the Ugh. big episode. Yes. Ramona. But yeah, it's like when Kim explains it in regards to her stroke and how it's going to be a long flight, like that I get. I just don't know if I believe it because Croy's always there, no? What do you mean? You don't believe what? He's always... I, I think she just wants him there because oh, she yes. likes being around him. Absolutely. And I think that, like, when she was like, he knows the signs of, like, what to look for with my stroke. Like, couldn't you tell someone else? Yeah. Less than two years ago, I had a stroke coming home from L.A., which is a four-hour flight. Going to Barcelona, which is a 10-hour flight, does make me nervous. I know that my husband would make sure I'm okay. He knows what signs to look for. And it makes me very uneasy. But, you know, so yeah, I think she just likes to go over with Croy. I mean, he does drive her around, wait outside at parties, and then... So they just are attached at the hip. Yeah. Uh, but th- who cares? That's what Kim wants to do. It, would f- it reminded me, again, of Beverly Hills. We keep comparing, but like when Erica's like, Erica Jane's going to do what Erica Jane wants mm. to do. And it's kind of like Kim Zolciak's going to do what Kim Zolciak wants to do. And she doesn't care. And she doesn't end up going. I was really bummed. I thought she was just going to bring Croy and it was going to be okay. But Nene just like, I I wish they had that conversation because I feel like a conversation had happened. Oh, I because, bet there are texts and emails. Uh, you know, Nene's super vocal about Croy not going. A 10-hour flight and not having my husband, it does make me nervous. Where are they? I don't know. We need to find them. I just, I again, I just want to shout out the shade on the show. Obviously, I feel like. Nini is the queen, but she says she is. She's giving everyone Spanish names, but then Kim just gets dumb, dumb in a wig. I know, <laughs> which is just so funny to me. Now we need to give all these girls some names, honey. Okay, like what? So you would be Nini Rita. <laughs> what about Shara? Chato Sarita. What about Marlo? Marlata. <laughs> oh, she's a lot to say, honey. Yeah. Marlata. What about Kim? Uh, dumb, dumb, what a wee. She don't even get a Spanish name. <laughs> and then she also says, I guess Croy can't because he's getting new butt implants. Kim won't be coming on the trip. Who knows what she'll be doing while she's at home. Maybe she's getting Croy a new set of booty implants. Wrong with that. He's getting some new booty implants put in. Installed. In his ass. When she said that, I was like, that's such a good rumor to start because it's <laughs> kind of not unbelievable. But yeah, I'm excited to see what happens in Barcelona once we get there. I know because that next one looked amazing. Yes. Next time on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Barcelona, bitches! Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. <laughs> These are red bottoms. Those are bloody shoes. Kim is the only person I know that has had cancer, thyroids, blood clots, open heart surgery, a stroke. Jesus. Whose wig do you think is just that? Like, I, it looks like Nini's. Do you think it was Nini's just I, wig? I don't know why there's a wig on the table. <laughs> like, I, that I don't know. 
Oh my God. It was, that was a really but, good But yeah, we finally get to see the ramifications of Roachgate, which I know. I'm sorry to say gate, but that's what it is. Roach. Nope. I got nothing. Yeah. Can't wait till next week. I know. I mean, the trips are always where it happens. And Kenya's not coming. I know. What's that about? Wait, did she even give a reason? She just said that, like, she needs time to be with Mark and, like, I don't know. I mean, but I think after that trip, she was, oh, no. She said, I've been on too many of these trips and they go, like, left and I don't want to deal with it anymore. I passed on Barcelona because I have been on two trips already with these ladies and each have had negative components. Let's play a game. How many believe that Kim is really married? If you're dismissive and if you're mean or if you're rude, excuse me, one second. These motherfucking hoes. The whole table is stupid as Well, that's not fair. I know. We want to see you there. And we want things to go left. Everyone wants to look good at weddings, right? Like, it's not just the girls. Guys wants to look good, too. Uh, They can do that with black tux. So Aaron tried this out for a wedding we went to recently. They sent us a box that had the suit and shoes, and he got to try it on for free. Ended up looking great, but if it hadn't, he could have sent it back for free and gotten a better fit in its place. So yeah, it's the easy way for guys to rent suits and tuxedos online. It lets you create your look or choose from tons of stylist selected outfits. Suits usually retail for like $1,200, but at the Black Tux, they start at just $95. With the Black Tux, you get free home try-on, so you can see the fit and feel the quality of your suit months before your event. When your event's over, you just drop your rental bag in the mail. Shipping is free both ways. To get $20 off your purchase, visit theblacktux.com slash dish. That's theblacktux.com slash dish for $20 off your purchase. The Black Tux, premium rental suits and tuxedos delivered. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code WONDERY to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Let's move on to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yes. It was a weird episode. Yes. No, but it started amazing yes. because we got a flashback of the night before because they're all at Teddy's Beach House in Orange County and we see like the aftermath the next morning, but they do flashback of the night before and the women are like drunk. Oh my God. Like 
Kyle's flashing people, like I, putting her bo- whose face into her boobs? Uh, Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump. She and Dorit are doing like a night at the Roxbury type thing oh, to yes. Vanderpump. Yes. I just wrote, I wish I was there. Yes. Like, I just want to get that drunk with them. But so we find out Erica left because she wasn't feeling well. Uh, but so she missed out on the bonding. Yes. And I think that it was a night that really brought them all together. Well, it just, it's like uh, it was season three, I think, maybe two, but they go to Ojai mm-hmm. and it's like Taylor Armstrong and Kyle Richards are doing like flips on yes. flop and doing arm wrestling, you know. And Yolanda slept. And Yolanda slept. She missed out on the bonding. Which... When we first had Kyle on the podcast, she gave us some tea on that night. Oh, I forgot. Like, I remember that she gave us something shocking, but I can't remember what it was. It was off the record, but I'm just going to say, you guys, it's very interesting. Oh, well, let me ask you, do you think it was weird Erica didn't stay there? I think that what they're saying is weird, is they're saying, I wish she would have just stayed, but I think... It's strange because I think it wasn't really just about her not feeling well. Right. I think if this were an isolated incident, it would be different. Because really, when you're when you don't feel good, who wants to be at someone else's house? You want to be in your own space. At least I do. I want to be like alone away from everything. But Erica has already been accused of being cold. And so it's like she doesn't let her guard down. And I also think it is in a moment when they were all drunk already she leaves and like that was weird right i wish she would have just stayed does she not like us you know like or is she too good for us it becomes like a whole thing that you just talk about it and then you move on because clearly nobody cared she came in the next day and it was fine it was more just like we wish she would have stayed it made us feel weird that you left because we thought maybe it was about us maybe you didn't want to be around us really but like it did not need to get brought brought it did not, Broughton is not a word. It did not need to get brought up. Right. I mean, I would rather wait until the girls are done. But I'm sitting here with you. And to be honest with you, I feel like we've taken such a corner. Yeah. So I want to be super honest. After you left, a couple of the girls were, like, very mad about it. That I left? Yes. Oh, okay. But... I did understand when Dorit explained why she brought it up, where she was like, I've been in this situation before with the whole Pantygate thing from last season, and Erica and I moved on saying that we'd be upfront with each other. So, like, I'm trying to do that. So then the way she just is bad at telephone. Like, she's terrible at it. I don't think she had ill intentions. I don't think that she meant it to become such a huge deal. But the way that she did it, it just was like exactly what happens in telephone. It's like you hear one thing and the sky is blue and then you get to the end and it was like, you know, the ocean is purple. It just is like similar but totally different. And the whole time I just kept thinking of uh, Boy George saying, It's your favorite. Telephone, tele... Graham, so Graham Teledere, and I just was like, "It's so true." Telephone, Telegram, Teledere. Exactly. <laughs> so this must be something that's just a part of Dorit's behavior that is we're seeing more season two is that she just can't stop Help herself, herself, as, as Camille, Camille would say. This yes, yes. was the most Camille Camille has been in a uh, while. It was like I she I love her. I love Camille so much, and she just like let her f- full Camille out this episode, and it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, please. Call me silly. You call me a I think that's silly. Like, in just the way she strutted past 
street in the hallway. Love it. Want it, more of it. It's like so bothered, but not bothered at all at the right. same time. It's like, it's just this brilliant, I don't know how she does it. Yeah. But then Teddy kicks him out. <laughs> right. Well, then it, again, I get why Teddy got really upset because all of a sudden, and I'd be, I think Kyle's going to be really mad when she watches this episode because Dorit immediately just throws Kyle under the bus, or as I would say, throws Kyle under the bus. I don't know if everybody feels this way. You know well, what I mean? No, it's fine, but who is it? But I'm sitting here with you, and it's like, well, just tell me who it is. It was Kyle. Yeah, she said Kyle, but it wasn't just Kyle. It was like, what she should have said is like, we were all talking about it, everyone felt weird, and I was telling Eric this earlier, and I think that if Dorit would have said, hey, I just need to tell you this because I feel weird because you weren't there, we were talking about it, I think maybe you should bring it into conversation and kind of clear the air about it because people were a little put off. So maybe like, be like, hey, is everyone okay with me leaving last night because I just want to fix anything if anybody's upset. Yeah. But being like, they were all talking about you. Like, that's not going to do anything. I also thought Erica could have maybe handled it a smidge better. She was very upset. Very upset. And part of me was like, why is she so sensitive? But then if you really put into context last season and how so much of the drama was around her vagina, that again in this episode, like suddenly that's what we're talking about. Here's the thing. I don't want to bleed all over your sheets. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. It's fine. But that's being embarrassing. It's okay. No, it's not embarrassing. Well, but it's, it's all gross. of us have it. It happens to all of us. I know. It's just gross. I just, you know. No, we're all women. No, like honestly, I get it. I get it. Okay, I don't need any more petting. I'm fine. And it's also embarrassing. I think that in general is just embarrassing, especially if you're around new people to just be like. I had one of the worst periods of my life. I'm literally bleeding everywhere. I'm at this person's house who I don't know really well, so I can't even be like to my good girlfriend, like, hey, like, do you have like a towel or something? I don't want to ruin your sheets. Like, that's a very embarrassing conversation to right. have. So, like, I feel embarrassed just now hearing you talk about it. Right. But yeah. if that's like seriously the case, like, that's not fun. So, I, and if she, and she and Teddy aren't exactly close, and I do get why Dorit would bring it up, but it's like everything went wrong yeah it was like the intentions were all like okay i get you but then the way the execution was just all terrible all right well more emotions were brought up at this dinner in new york and all i'm gonna say is that i was really confused i don't understand why what dorit was saying at the dinner which was a long-winded way of being like lisa kyle and i were at dinner and lisa stormed off i think she's jealous of me and kyle's relationship so I had moved my chair over and I was next to her and I was literally just focused on her. And then Lisa Vanderpump stands up, like, abruptly and out of the blue and she says, okay, well, I'm leaving then. Oh. I don't think that's crazy. I think it was, like, there were several times that people were, like, trying to help to read out. Like, Erica f- f- was, like, in a private conversation, you said this. Like, to be like, that was private. Don't repeat it. I do. Lisa said to me in the past, you know, privately. In the past? Privately. Ah. She had said to me, you know, um, Dorit, I really feel like sometimes when we're in a group, you get talking with someone else and you don't even include me. And <laughs> I just loved when Lisa Rinna was like, I worry for Dorit. <laughs> I was like, me too, Lisa Renna. I worry for Dorit. 
<laughs> because Vanderbilt's going to be really pissed when she finds out what Doretha said. Well, we will see the fallout of that next week. And now it's time for... The most Erica Jane moment of the week. With Eric J. Mack. Gonna give the gays everything they want. Hi, guys. Hello. So I had a couple moments this week, but I think the first one that I want to address, because I think it's the best one, is when she was talking about her days in the 90s and being in New York and, like, partying all night. And she had that one line that she sort of said a little bit under her breath, I took some good X at the Roxy. (laughs) I mean... It's uh, funny because you told me this, and I was like, I thought you said there were some good X at the Roxy. Yeah, I did not hear X. We didn't really go out till midnight or one. And we didn't get home till like six. Took some good X at the Roxy. I don't know what that says about me <laughs> that, I heard, that I heard it right the first time, but um, I just thought that was a perfect moment. It was a, kind of one of those um, Lady Gaga moments, too. You know, she always talks about like performing on the Lower East Side, and she was at all these clubs wearing leather. So I sort of got a little bit of that vibe from that moment from her. Mm-hmm. Um, and also to mention right around that scene, there was, uh, we got introduced, I don't know if we've been introduced to him before, but Kyle's godson, Matthew, he might have been the most Erica Jane moment of the week. I, I mean, he, yeah. <laughs> right? 1,000%. Is he not fabulous? Like, we need more of him. I want him to show up more. We, we need more Matthew. This is my New York Fashion Week collection. Okay, I, let me see. I have to tell you, this stuff really looks like it's real. I love animals. I wouldn't want to hurt them. No, I know. These are amazing. Yes. Yes. I also was like, we need to go to Kyle Bialyn too. Yes. And like just shop that clothing. I line. thought about that. Have you been there before? No. Been, I've no? seen the outside. But yes, I I've didn't walked by it. I've been to her store in Beverly Hills. Or is it in Beverly Hills or mm-hmm. in Los Angeles? I've been to her store out there once it's, when I was like I, running an errand, but I think it's in WeHo because it's right by Villa Blanca. Unless Villa Blanca isn't in West Hollywood. I don't I'm not sure. I don't <laughs> Google it. Google. Uh, There was another moment, though, I do want to talk about, and it was right at the end when she was saying, what was the line? It was, Erica's going to do what Erica wants to do until the f***ing day Erica dies. It's words to live by. It's words to live by. I mean, you know, she's always kind of had that mentality and always, like, been that character of, like, you know, she's going to put herself first. But it was just, like, such a great, a great line. Absolutely. I just looked up... Villa Blanca, and it just told me it would take us 42 hours <laughs> to drive. Well, let's there, go. Guys. Road trip. Thank you, Eric. Tell everyone where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Eric J. Mack, E R I K, just like Erica Jane. Awesome. Thanks, guys, and I'll see you next Tuesday. And I will see you next Tuesday. But there's more going on in Beverly Hills this week because there's Vanderpump Rules, which is technically in like West Hollywood, but yeah. And they're dueling parties. Yes. Stassi and Ariana have birthdays on the same day, which is just bananas. Dueling Um, queen bees. Okay, but we've had a lot of conversations about underrated movies, and one was brought up in this episode I wanted to get your thoughts on. When Stassi and Katie are shopping at, oh wait, what was it called? Dapper Cadaver, Mm -hmm. which I love that name. They say that the dueling parties reminds her of Bride Wars. Yes. Ariana's birth. Why do we have to have the same birthday? I was like Bride Wars. That's what that's what it just reminded me of. Thoughts on Bride Wars? I think that movie is horrible. Grace, you'll give me some context. You don't know what Bride Wars is? Um, it's a little movie with Kate Hudson and Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. They. I'm not getting anything. Both get married at the plaza. 
Oh, yeah, they're like best friends, but then they hate each other. Was I in like a coma? I'm looking at the Wikipedia page now, and it's an all-star cast, <laughs> and I have no memory of it coming out. Is this out. like Bernstein Bears? <sighs> we always remember. Have you heard this theory? Candace Bergen, Chris Pratt. I went to a, don't don't let it fool you, Grace. <laughs> I went to a, my wedding dress fitting and then went with my bridesmaids to see this movie. Oh, and that's we were so all sweet. Like, it, it's also a movie you shouldn't see if you're in the throes of wedding planning because oh. it's like it just it gives you stress where you're just like, but wait, at the end of the movie, Kate Hudson still had a terrible wedding. <laughs> like, right? I don't. I I don't even know if I finished it. I honestly think that I was like, this is really bad. Just rewatch. It's like a good like you. There's nothing on movie. I hate Anne Hathaway though. So there's mm. like that added level. Mm. And I want to just say I hated Anne Hathaway when everybody loved Anne Hathaway. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why everybody <laughs> decided to turn on her like I did or saw the light. You. Are we about to fight over Les Mis? the movie i didn't see it <gasps> because i hadn't seen it on broadway or in london so i didn't want my first experience this is how nerdy i am i didn't want my first experience of les mis to be the film version i wanted it to be uh theater well i have a, a 40 minute tour of the film that i can do that cuts <laughs> out all the bad scenes <laughs> i've done it for a lot of people if you're interested I haven't seen the play or the movie, but I know uh, a song well from it because Katie Holmes as Joey Potter sings it in Dawson's Creek. It's um, her talent. Let me let me guess which one it is. Is it on my own? It sure is. The thoughtiest song. One more. Why? It's. I mean, like uh, she like dies. Pretending the next he's song. beside me. Is thoughty? No, it's not thoughty. You mean desperate? Desperate. It's the most yeah. desperate song. I get why you think thoughty means desperate, but I think there's there's a nuance. No, there's nuance. <laughs> I also just that girl. I didn't like her. Oh, I got a fun fact for you. What? Oh, it just came to me. Um, Please go. I'm uh, hoping it's about Dustin from Stranger Things got his start playing Gavroche on Broadway. Oh, the little kid with no teeth. No, I know. I I saw the Facebook video. Also, where everyone dies. learned that fact. Also dies. I knew that before. <laughs> Damn it. Also dies. Everyone dies. Yeah. Damn it. I knew that. <sighs> yeah, I know. You started that. She started Anne Hathaway. Yep. You're both trendsetters. Yep, trend yep, yep, yep. Anyway, back to Vanderpump Rules. Okay, which party would you have rather gone to? Oh, definitely Ariana's. Oh, I picked Stassi's. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we could both go report back. Here's why. Because Stassi's had pizza. I didn't see any food at Ariana's. Oh, I didn't think about food. But I just don't like macabre stuff, so mm, I think I oh, would have not Oh, right. Yeah, that. I loved that. But the, I, I'm with Schwartz, the ranch fun. Like, what well, you said, the somebody's fr- The ranch fountain. <laughs> For me, the most terrifying thing, it's not the severed heads. It's not the guts, the gore. Like, it's the cascading fountain of ranch dressing. God. Tony, that's by far the scariest thing here. No, I know. I just was like, Ugh. that's a very Texan thing too. Just put ranch on everything. Uh, what else? I literally was like, did Tom Sandoval purposefully dress up as Maleficent? And then somebody else said it. So then I was like, I think it was. I think it was purposeful. Everyone is killing the game with costumes tonight. Tom looks like Maleficent. Ariana came in as Golden Queen. He's, I, I can't with him. He's too much. I know he is too much. And then I wondered if those costumes he just had. 
Or do you think he was like renting them and trying them all on in his apartment? I, if, if we're talking about Sandoval, I feel like there's just a room we haven't seen on the show, but that he keeps all his costumes in. Right. It's really a two bedroom apartment. Right. Mm-hmm, that makes sense. Everyone looked so good. They did. They really did. I was like, all of these people always do really good jobs for costume parties. Mm-hmm. I hate when you throw a costume party and everybody like phones it in. Because mm-hmm. that's like no fun at all. Well, and Stassi's boyfriend didn't even dress up for hers. I mean, like watching that whole thing was so painful because seeing her see him for after not seeing him for a long time and blocking her. Patrick. Now that I'm unblocked. Everything's good. <laughs> I feel like in such an a fight. Patrick blocked me when he went on this solo trip to Amsterdam. And she was just so desperate for him to reciprocate this like clear, like deep love that she has for him. And he just was like cruel and unusual. Like saying all that stuff to her friends about like she can f other people, I don't care. That like, was being weird. so obtuse. I mean, she can bang other dudes, she just can't date other guys. What? Like, I told her when we were separate, I was like, I really don't care about her having sex with other people, I just care about, like, emotional connection. Patrick? I just was like, dude, like, really, you can't just be vulnerable for a second? It was, like, such a sweet moment to me when Kristen looked at him and goes, do not ever say that to Stassi. I know. Like, she was really going into protective mode. And it's also, it's just hard watching this relationship on screen because not that her and Jax were good by any means, but like she always seems in control in relationships. Well, that's she has exactly the power. What, yeah, that's exactly what I think it was Kristen said. She was like, she always like drives the cart or something. Every boyfriend Stassi's ever dated, she's basically the conductor. And with Patrick, she's second fiddle. And in this relationship, it's definitely Patrick that does. So it's, like, weird to see her in this, like, not dominant position. And I feel like the reason, the real reason why she ran away with this tripper is that she was so worried about Patrick's approval and thought that maybe he wouldn't be down for that because he's already not into the show. He's not into all the ridiculousness. So, like, I think she got really worked up to be, like, he's already mad at me. I don't even know where we are. He is kind of being an asshole maybe right. a little bit at this party. Or maybe, who knows, if Katie and Kristen told him the things that he had been saying or told her the things that he had been saying. And then this happens and she just got – because I do think that that is who Stassi is. Mm-hmm. We saw footage of it. She was spanking her ass in uh, the Louisiana. Ass. The yeah. stripper's ass in Louisiana. I think that she just doesn't – She's afraid to, like, let all that out when she's in such a precarious position with Patrick. No, I totally reject the idea she was upset about the stripper, actually. Yeah. And as she said, which I just loved her honesty, I'm really fucked up on Adderall and tequila. I'm really nervous about Patrick being here because we've been fighting. And if I'm going to be honest, I'm really fucked up on Adderall and tequila. Stop. I've never done Adderall. Me neither. And I don't understand what it does. Am I stupid? Grace, no. explain. Oh, well, I read Cat Marnell's book, so I could explain. Okay, you explain. I if just was fun don't... facting you. Oh, yeah. Appreciate maybe, that. No, no, no. Maybe you would give a better explanation. I don't have a fun fact, but I do have some wayward friends, and I can speak to their experiences. You just take it when you're drinking, and it lets you keep drinking, and then you get to a certain point where you're like, oh, no, I've gone too far. When you say it lets you keep drinking, what do you mean? It, like, keeps you sharper so you don't realize how drunk you are. I remember Saucy first talked about, like, how it, uh, she did it because, like, it kept her skinny, but also she would just want to clean her apartment all night. 
And I remember thinking, yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> but I didn't try it. But don't do drugs. Right. Totally. Well, because like this is what yeah, actually happens. Right. Exactly. It doesn't turn out well. It also was like a sad moment to me when she was like, I'm really in a bad place with Patrick. And the only solution I had was to drink. Trying to work it out. And the only way I can think of to deal with the pressure and stress of this. Jager bomb, Jager bomb, Jager bomb, Jager bomb, Jager bomb, Jager bomb. Is to drink. Let's do a shot. And it just made me so sad for her. And on her birthday, get out. I know. Well, you know what? I know that she's really bummed and like, we know that she's now not with Patrick, and that was really hard. But, like, based on this, you know, maybe they both need to work through some stuff. And maybe her watching this will make her realize that, too. Yeah. And also, you know, we see a snippet in a, when they were in a bad place. We don't know what the good things were. I've been seeing a lot of ads for Zola, Z-O-L-A. And it's a wedding company that will do just about anything for love. Oh, I know. They're reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in every couple's life even happier. Over 300,000 couples have used Zola, which I find insane. Staggering. Staggering. Yeah, friendly customer service team will go above and beyond when it comes to registering and Uh, helping pick out a perfect blender for that couple you love. If you're getting married, you can even personalize your registry with photos and notes about why you're coveting certain gifts. But it's so much more than a registry. Zola has a free suite of wedding planning tools, including free wedding websites. A couple's Zola registry automatically integrates into the Zola wedding website, so guests can seamlessly shop and get all the details they need in one place. To sign up with Zola and receive a $50 credit towards your registry, go to Zola.com slash dish. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash dish for a $50 credit on your registry when you sign up on Zola.com. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage and a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at amazon.com slash instant eraser foundation. But then there was another relationship discussed this week, which was Tom and Ariana, another birthday girl. Yeah, what's up with Ariana and Tom? I mean, I think that they're, I think sometimes relationships bring out all of your problems especially when you get out of the honeymoon phase Mm -hmm. and then that kind of like glow and glitter around the person goes away and then you're just like oh I have to work through all of my to be able to be with this other person like because we have to give each other honesty and vulnerability because that's the only thing that's really going to keep us together or it's just surface and she just keeps going through the motions you know I love um that she's been so open about her insecurities this season, but I really don't want her to ever say I'm a work in progress again. (laughs) That phrase along with on a journey to me are just like nails on a chalkboard. Oh. I'm a work in progress and I'm trying to figure it out. Tom is not perfect. 
and it's no secret that I myself am a work in progress. Like uh, the Ramona coaster? Didn't she want to be like work in progress? Yes. Yes. It's so just... you like Ramona coaster better for the book title? Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just loved that conversation between her and Tom. Yeah. It just felt like a like a really real look at couples in that phase. One huge thing for me is time spent and experiencing things together. I'm so sorry I was on my I'm really sorry. I was like, what's going on? Like, am I just not important or am I not like... No, it's just, I need you. I really do. I really do need you. You're my foundation. What do you think she meant when she was in therapy and talked about her ex? And she said, normal vaginal functions, he would tell her to go to the doctor for. My ex-boyfriend was like, you should go to the doctor. There's something wrong with you. For like normal vaginal functions, he obviously never took like a sex ed class. I don't know. I think it might have been, like, how old is she? 32? What was this? Maybe five, six years ago. So it's like this 25-year-old. No, she said he was older, right? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't. This 25-year-old guy who, like, is just an ignorant asshole. But ignorant about what? Normal smells and discharges. No, I think some people are just, like, ignorant. And we're, we're in a culture that makes us hate our own bodies. Right. It just made me really sad. The whole thing made me really sad. But she's in a better place. And you know how we know it? We talked to her. We did. And it was amazing. That's all I'll say. I mean, Rachel was just like Google gaga eyed over her. I love her. Uh, but yeah, we talked to her about Stasi. We talked to her about her ex. We talked to her about Tom. And I should add, uh, we recorded this a few weeks ago, so some of what we're talking about refers to the events of Brittany and Jax's housewarming, the fateful audio over the speaker's party. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. We are here with Ariana Maddox. Hi. Hi. (laughs) I personally was so excited because you're like, I'm like a fan. You're one of my favorites on the show. Thanks. So I'm like so excited that Thank you're here. Thank you. She talks about you a lot. <laughs> I don't know if she wants it. to be you or have sex with you, but your name I talk about a you a lot. <laughs> so we're going to start with a little kind of a funny question. Okay. At this point, how many times has Tom masturbated to your hair? <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, I don't think I could have kept track. And I also don't ask enough uh, to know, thank God. I don't think I want to know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the past, we've seen your relationship and Tom kind of be this magical, like he takes vacations in your eyes and everything. <laughs> this season, it seems a little bit more rocky. Mm-hmm. What has that been like to watch it, live through it, the changes that have happened? It's weird when I watched... Um, like, I, I get really nervous about it, and then for some reason, as... Like, I get really nervous. The anticipation is, like, really bad when I think about when I'm going to watch it, when it's going to air, or, like, when they send us the episode, and I'm... I get so nervous to the point where I'll put off watching it for a few days. And then when I do watch it, I'm like, that was pretty fun. I don't know. <laughs> There's something about it that's, like, I guess... If we weren't okay now, obviously, I think it would feel different, but we're okay, so watching it is almost fun in a way, because you're like, wow, I did that, I said that, 
I'm a crazy person. <laughs> but like even your biggest fight, it seemed just like, oh, a big fight. It's not like your everyday, which I think we see with some couples where it's just like fighting is their norm. Like yeah. for you guys, like so I think even in your fighting, it points out like what a good couple you guys are together. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> when I was watching it, I, I felt um, like the episode before this one where Lala and I are on the patio, I think what ended up making it so frustrating in this is all the same night, but you know, last week episode, this week's episode, what was so frustrating in that moment right before Tom and I like really started yelling at each other was that I kept trying to explain to him the sequence of events of like what happened. And even though I was drunk, I remembered even watching it. I was like, I don't remember saying that, but I'm making sense. (laughs) I'm not like, I don't sound totally insane. And he wouldn't let me finish the explanation. And he kept saying like, is that your judgment? And as soon as someone that I care about like really questions my judgment or like who I am as a person, I feel like that's when I just, it's like really hard for me to keep it together. Mm-hmm. And I was like not keeping it together. <laughs> On a scale from one to 10, how drunk were you? Oh my God, 11. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was probably Tom was like that. He told me watching the episode, he was like, "That is the most drunk I think I've ever seen you." Just and I was like, like when you were crying into Brittany, and you're like, "That's so fucked up." Like <laughs> it was just like we have all been there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I was wasted. Well, Brittany had us play the spin the bottle game, <laughs> which is actually really fun, and I highly recommend it. But you got to know that you're probably gonna get. Taste. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it was fun until it wasn't fun anymore. And those drunken jelly bears, too. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Well, I think those are, I mean, it's a good idea, but to me, the texture is just disgusting. <laughs> 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 it's like a slimy, you know, ugh, ugh, I can't deal with it. No more. No, no drunken jelly. Ge- wow. No <laughs> drunken jelly bears for me. Drunken. Gummy bears. Gummy bears. There, yeah, why are yeah, you saying there. jelly bears? No, I, I don't know, but she said it, right? Like, did, did she, she say jelly bears? bears? I don't know. I have to rewatch it. <laughs> they looked jelly-like. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, yeah. they are. <laughs> At that point, they are jelly-like. So you said that you and Tom are okay now. How did you get to a good place now? Shit, if I know. I don't know. We just are. <laughs> I really, like, don't even know the answer to that question. We do normal things. We talk about stuff. We disagree about things we enjoy each other's company and sometimes we aren't great sometimes we are and um yeah i don't know i we don't i don't have like a you know like a process i wish i did this would make my answer a lot more interesting (laughs) (laughs) well the last time you were in here you told us about your previous relationship that wasn't so great and Mm -hmm. so us watching it this season we're like oh my god i'm so glad she's talking about it on the show yeah has he reached out to you? I'll just say this. I haven't spoken a word to him in over four years. Right. But that's me. I can only say what I do. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, I don't want to. Uh, I I was very nervous talking about him. So yeah. I'm like still nervous that he's going to come after me in mm-hmm. some way. Right. So there's like, that's why I like don't have any. I made sure like there's no, I don't. I will never say his name or anything right, like right, that. Right, right, right. You know. Well, that's what makes it brave. And it's good for people out there to watch <sighs> it. And Yeah. Yeah. It's nerve-wracking. 
Absolutely. Puke. (laughs) (laughs) Well, something a little lighter. Have you taken Lala's advice to thank your kitty cat every day? Hell no. That's the (laughs) weirdest thing ever. I'm sorry, but like when we were doing like, even like doing our interviews for the show, we're sitting there and you know, one of our producers would be like, "You do you want to try it right now? And I was like, like doing the (laughs) thanking, thanking your hands, thanking your feet. And I was like, no, I'm sorry. I feel so weird doing that. It's a great, like, in theory, I love the idea. I think it's a beautiful sentiment, and I love that she does that. I am not going to sit here and be like, thank you, thighs. <laughs> you piss me off sometimes. Like, no, it's not going to happen. So I have not thanked my kitty cat for a goddamn thing. Yeah. And I'm not going to. It's cool. It probably gets enough thanks from Tom. Right, like, you right. know, so yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where it's like, I get it. <laughs> okay, I wanted to ask this because I jumped ahead a little bit. And so I know that we see more from Sheena and Rob. Mm-hmm. And how much the rumors and the possibility of this relationship ending like terrifies her Mm -hmm. you two are so close but you seem so different like I you seem like a much more independent gal where you love Tom but Mm -hmm. like your whole world isn't yeah wrapped around him I think she was just so excited to be happy Mm. Sheena is a very um she loves she likes things to be good and fun and happy and when they're not she really does not living like living in that space and so I think she was so excited and to be she didn't really have to deal I mean she dealt with so much in her previous relationship that the second that she had an opportunity to like not I want to say opportunity but the second that she felt happy Mm -hmm. she was like wanted to live in that and didn't want to let go of it and I get that but I feel like, you know, Rob's a really good guy and I and I do really like him. And obviously they really enjoyed each other. But I feel like, you know, she loved that feeling so much that maybe she was overlooking that like maybe he's not like completely perfect and that's okay. Mm. He's a human being too. Right. Um, the cheating stuff, I didn't really buy into it. I was... If it was another night, I would have said, totally possible. I was with both of them that night, so I was kind of like, this is not, I don't really get this. Right. It doesn't make sense to me that Rob would just, so like it would be like if me and we're sitting here in this room and you somehow walk over down the hall, make out with someone, and then come back. <laughs> you right, know what I mean? Like, right, right. right. Token Madera is legit next door to like that doesn't make sense to me yeah considering that I was with them and then we all ended up hanging out afterwards and so maybe if that's why when I said when they first said it I was like okay maybe and then when they said it was the night of the Vanderpump dog opening I was like that doesn't make sense are they confused about the night in which case maybe but yeah I think that those those rumors and the the thought of I think just because also she dated him in the past and I think that she just I think both of them had an idea in their head of something that happened 12 years ago and you know everyone changes over that period of time right Mm -hmm. 
So I think eventually they figured, I think they figured out, look, our schedules are completely different. This might not be right for us. <laughs> I don't know. I'm talking out my ass. I'm not no. in the relationship. So I, you know, I can only speculate. Right. Well, can you speculate some more? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that the Tom Schwartz kiss happened? Yes. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I think it happened. In the same vein, I guess, in the question about Sheena, with Brittany and Jax, as someone that I think is pretty independent, like what I've loved seeing this season is you and Lala kind of being very pro-women and all of that. How do you, as a friend, talk to Brittany about that? Um, I think for Brittany, I just wanted to... I, I know that Brittany is a grown-ass woman. She's going to make her own decisions. And what's right for her might not be right for me. It might not be right for someone who watches the show. They might not understand. I just wanted Brittany to, whatever decision she was going to make, to have all the information that there was to have. Right. And she even said, she was like, if you guys hear of anything else, please tell me. Like, don't hold back. I want to know. I don't want to be like... You know, oh, if, if there's another girl, if this happened, more, whatever it is, tell me. And so with the recording thing, it was kind of like important to her. I knew to to know things. The thing about Brittany is that she is really good at seeing the good in people. And I might not necessarily have done what she did and stayed with my boyfriend if that happened. But I can't judge her for making the decision that she believes is right for her and if she's happy then and she I mean it's not like he's it's not I mean getting cheated on is certainly not okay but I don't I don't think this is something that happens on a regular basis so I mean there is that you know if something if this is something that's continually happening I feel like I would have to kind of step in a little bit but who am I to judge everyone has their own relationships and what makes me happy might not make someone else happy and vice versa. So speaking of stepping in, I feel like in past seasons, you've been kind of like this voice of reason, not wanting to be in the drama, but you've wound up in the center of a lot of it. Well, I didn't have any of my friends that I cared about on the show before. Then that was something that always was really annoying to me. That was part of the reason why it bothered me so much that Lala dipped out on my birthday. I was like, finally, you know, Sheena and I obviously have been friends for so long, but we went through some shit. And so our relationship changed in a way. And when Lala was around last season, it was like, this is someone who is my friend and I want everyone else to get to know her and I want her to be around because, you know, no one's seen that. Like, people would constantly on the internet tell me that I don't have female friends and I'm like, follow my, like, social media. Like, I have all these friends that are not on the show. But until there's they are... I can't just like act the same way I would with my friends to someone that is not, you and know, you're not going to pretend someone's your friend. That's yeah, not. it would be weird to, you know, I don't I don't care about everybody, but I cared very deeply about my friends. And that was why it was so cool to have Brittany around last year and why I'm so happy to have Lala back. Um, but yeah, so I feel like that's the biggest the biggest difference is that, you know, my very good friend Brittany is going through some real shitty stuff. So, and then Lala was like, 
what do I do with this recording? And I just remember being like, I really wish she never would have asked me <laughs> for advice. Oh, God. <laughs> that is what I love about this show, I will say. And we've seen so many examples of it in these recent episodes. You all carry secrets about each other. Like, you all have information. Like, mm. Lala was like, oh, well, I have some information about Katie. Mm, and then Katie right. was like, well, I have some information about Sheena. And then it's just like, how do you guys know all these things? How does this information come to you? Um, well, I feel like sometimes you might be there yeah. for something. Mm-hmm. Also, we all hang out all the time. Yeah. So... There's stuff that goes on that's off camera. And so, of course, it's going to get brought up at some point, especially if it's, you know, a girl's trip to Vegas, which we've done or um, I don't know. That's like there's a lot of fights and arguments and things and all kinds of stuff that happens off camera. And so, I mean, use them if you got them, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) What about James and Logan? I mean, they're best friends. Mm-hmm. James and Logan are they're, they're best friends. Um, they fight like a little married couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're hilarious to watch, like in person or on the show. They crack me up. Um, I really love both of them. I hang out with both of them all the time. Um, I don't. I, I can't speak to any sort of like physical. I haven't seen anything like that. So you're I've not seen carrying any information any about yeah, I'm not carrying a secret. <laughs> you're like, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> I put it, no. Um, <laughs> I'm not carrying a secret. So, um, I, I, you know, I, I feel bad saying this. I, I feel like, you know, it's not that far-fetched. Right. But at the same time, I don't want to... I feel like it's one of those things that's such a private thing that I feel bad saying anything about James that I don't know. I feel I feel, almost feel bad um, like putting someone in that position where um, I don't know. It no, just I seems know like such saying. a private. Yeah. yeah, it's a very personal thing. You know, it's it's relationships and best friends and did you and your best like I don't know I mean I guess that's what our show is all about but for some reason I just like feel bad about it yeah no that's understandable I think kind of going back to this secrets thing I think that a lot of times the messenger gets in the most trouble when Mm -hmm. it's like there wouldn't be a message if you didn't do this terrible thing or maybe not so terrible yeah what do you why is that such a thing with your group um I honestly don't know. I think, I, I I don't know. I think what ends up happening is that sometimes the motivation of the messenger is sketch. Mm. And if the motivation is malicious, then by all means, they sh- I can understand why people would be mad at them. If it's somebody that is doing it in a way of like, I care and I have to feel like I need to say something or maybe the way they go about it. I feel like there's, it's like that in life. I just feel like if, if someone has a piece of information and they just like are mad at you, so they say something, that's kind of up. If they care and they're just trying to help, 
But even sometimes, I've seen people on this show say that they care, they want to help, and they're full of shit. Right. <laughs> like, full of... Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm being a good friend, so let me tell you on camera about how your boyfriend made out with someone in Toka Madeira. That is not... Come on. Right. However, there was someone else who was going to bring it up at the party. Who? Jax. Because mm. Jax is very, like... Get the, the tension off, off of me. He's been very, like, anti-every person who he might thinks might, you know, take some of the heat off of him in this moment. So I think Jax was going to, like, blurt this out in front of everybody at the party. And I do think that that was, like, a really good way of diffusing that bomb. But at the same time, I none of that information came about of as, like, someone being a good friend. Right, totally. You know, I think that was the one thing about it that was, like... Well, at least it wasn't that bad. I love that Jax thought that's how it was going to go. And instead, Brittany's like, listen to this recording. (laughs) Oh, my God. Everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Gather around. She did put it on the Bluetooth. She thought it on the Bluetooth. Because we had heard that was going to happen. And then I was like, they don't show it. Which, I I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I think it's a legal thing. Right. right? But damn it. I know. I mean, I get why ever people would want to hear it, but like I felt it was horrible. It's like one of those things that you think you want to, and then when you do, you feel You're like, like yucky, yeah, and yeah. sad. So <sighs> feel blessed, yeah. That you did it. <laughs> Live in the light. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. This is thank you. Yes, thank, thank you, you so guys. Much. It's time for Rose and Thorn. My rose this week, we talked a little bit about it, was just this like dramatic shot of a wig on the table to end the next on for the Barcelona trip. Yes. It just was hilarious to me. And obviously it's like alluding to Kim and all the drama, like just the symbol of the wig and what it means to all of us made me laugh. What about you? Uh, my rose, I didn't know if it should be my rose or my thorn, but I decided to throw my bone, make it my rose. Jesse Montana, who we've seen in the background of Vanderpump Rules, gave a performance at Ariana's <laughs> party. It just made me feel a lot of things. It reminded me of the uh, performance that Sonia put together for Aviva's birthday yes. party. We're just like, why is this pop singer sensually singing to their couple on their anniversary party? It was just so strange. It was. And was he lip syncing? I don't know if if just like uh, like they just put the real song to make it sound better in post, right, or right. if he was lip syncing. But either way, it just made me uncomfortable. <laughs> and then I was like, did he write this song for this party? Because it was about king and queens. Mm, that's right. And so I was like, but how funny. What a perfect song. And then I was like, maybe he wrote it for this party. I don't know. But Ariana looked so good. We didn't talk about that. But she looked like perfection. She did. She looked like Beyonce when she was like, it just reminded me of Beyonce's outfit when she announced her pregnancy at the VMAs. That's what it looked like to me. Or maybe that wasn't what she was wearing. You know the gold one though? Uh, It was at the Grammys. Yeah, at the VMAs she was wearing like a pink tux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sparkly. Uh, What was your thorn? I have a couple. A couple? Okay, sorry. You're only allowed one. Okay. No, 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 I'm kidding. 
Well, so I, it's just been bumming me out that Lisa Ren has not been around the other ladies on Beverly Hills because mm. she's been working. What's more important, Renna, working or like being at Teddy's beach house and getting drunk and having fun? I know. And we know what she's like when she gets drunk and has fun. She dances on a table. Yeah. Uh, my other one was Patrick. At Stassi's party, and the mom's like, well, are you sad you didn't take Stassi with you on your trip? And oh, was, my God, I know what you're going to say. Are you glad that you did it alone, or would you Yeah, prefer- I mean, there was a couple times, like, when I was in the Van Gogh Museum, like, I got emotional because you want to experience it with somebody. Like, literally, it was just, like, tearing, like, but I'm good by myself. I had a great time. Yeah, it was beautiful. It's just, like, I've heard Stassi use the term, I got douche bumps, and that's all I could think of when I was hearing him talk yeah. about uh, it. I was just looking at those Van Goghs, and then, like, I was just tearing up because, like, oh, I wish I could just share this beautiful moment with somebody else. <laughs> Gross. What's your thorn? My thorn is, and this might be controversial, okay, <laughs> that Peter and Cynthia don't just get back together. Oh, but I don't know if they should be together. I don't know. They just have such, you can tell that they do have the so chemistry. Much chemistry between them. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors. And like, I don't think they're going to get back together. But just seeing them together was like so bittersweet. Especially, ugh, and this will be my thorn when he says in an interview, like, I still get nervous around her. I was I like, ugh. I definitely still have feelings for Miss Bailey. It's a different type of feeling, though. I still get nervous when I'm around her, which is not good. <laughs> but I'm working on that. Just be together. Love isn't enough. That's like the most depressing thing. Because it's like so true. <sighs> Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Time for fan shoutouts. Fan shoutouts. So Brianna Bolger reached out to me on Instagram and I told her I wanted Rachel to read this aloud. She's from Sydney, so you have to do an Australian accent. I don't know if I could do an Aussie. Uh, I have to think about what Australian accents sound like. Uh, I don't know if I can do it. I I just want to say... Do you want me to play play some Australian accents? Play some Australian accents so I can do it. What would I even YouTube for that? What's uh, the Mary Kate Nashley movie? No. Crocodile Dundee. Yes, 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 yes. Oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's not a knife. <laughs> <laughs> this is a knife. So oh, I, I, I don't know if I can do it. Oh, I just wanted to say, oh, I love. I see. I'm going no, to finish it. No, it's good. Again. It's I, good. I. Oh, it's gone. Now I just see Penny. <laughs> <laughs> I love, love, love your podcast. I listen to it every week and all the way over here in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> it's the only thing that gets me through the week. So and now, I'm, now I'm just like sticky. So thank you, um, sir. Thank you. Now I'm British again. So this is terrible. So thank you to Megan and Rachel. So thank you. Thank you to you and Rachel. I just ended normal. Sorry, guys. Thanks, Brianna. That was amazing. <laughs> Australian's hard. I have to hear it a lot, too. We just got, in general, a lot of shout-outs about News and Booze, so thank you very much. Yes. 
We'll be boozing it up again real soon. Allison Marie 22 also reached out to me on Instagram. Hi, Megan. First of all, just want to say I love the Daily Dish and the addition of news and booze. You guys are my spirit animals, especially when it comes to Bravo. I did have one question. Oh, this is why I wanted to pull up for you, Rachel. I feel like the finale of Ra- of relationship was swept under the rug. I didn't notice you guys talk about on the podcast. Are you guys going to be discussing? Thanks and happy Thursday. She then reached out again and was like, she wants the finale, you know, especially. Just Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to talk about the finale. That was my show. I loved Relationship. It was insane. And, like, I will tell you from working on the show, like, no one saw it coming that he was going to choose Bella. That was, like, a total out of left field. I was in a room where they were telling us, like, what happened at the end of the season. And everyone was just like, oh, my God, no way. I... I really loved Priscilla. I thought she was just cute as a button. I thought they had really good chemistry and she was an adult. Does it surprise me that for those reasons he didn't choose her? No. I think that he just had really good chemistry though with Bella and she she really like intrigued him in a way that I think the others didn't. Like I think he saw that Priscilla would be like a really good fit, but I think that he felt that special spark with Bella. And I will say that talking to him, and I have this video up on bravotv.com. Go click around the relationship site because there's so much there I want you to check out. It's really, I did a lot of interviews with him. There's a lot of bonus stuff. But um, he was in love, had a serious girlfriend, like really loved her. And the way he talks about her, you can tell that he's like, I'm not going to just phone it in. So I don't know. I think it's what he thought he could have with Bella. But we all know now she kind of just like ghosted him. It's so sad. But this is a good opportunity to bring up that, you know, we talk about what you guys kind of reach out to us about. Oh, absolutely. Like had I known that you guys were interested in a relationship, we would have definitely included because I loved that show. So always reach out to us on social media and tell us what you want to talk about. Yes. Another fan shout out for me. Uh, I just want to. Sh- Another? You mean one? My one for the week. <laughs> uh, I just want to shout out my fan. Her name is at Lisa Rinna. <laughs> what do you want? Just my fan. <laughs> I want to shout out my fan. The one. Sorry, it just made me laugh. I want to shout out my fan at Lisa Rinna, who replied to a tweet of mine when I found the screenshot of her in the Taco Bell commercial that she talked about last week. Wait, she replied? Because last I saw, the question was just still posed. I posed the question and she responded. Well, so I was wrong, actually. I thought she was the person on the right. I was right. She's the middle? She's the person in the middle. (gasps) And she says, yes, ma'am, that's me in the middle. Oh, my God. Taco emoji, taco emoji, taco emoji, emoji, kiss emoji. I was going to say, please tell me there's lips at the end of that. It made my week. Does it get better? It does, because then she followed me. <gasps> I know. Whatever. I got the retweet. Megan got the follow. I got a retweet, too. I mean, not to, like, yeah. Damn, would you <laughs> step on my moment? I got the retweet, Megan. The fo- <laughs> Except I got both. <laughs> uh, oh, somebody hashtagged fan shout out. Oh, that's a fun one. I know. Rebecca Joe Hendricks, at Rebecca underscore Joe 88. Bravo Daily Dish. I love y'all. I think we are spirit. Oh, so two people this week said we're spirit animals. Oh. Oh. I love y'all. I think we are spirit animals heart emoji. I look forward to each podcast. Love the new news and booze. Should we talk about This Is Us? Oh, my God. We were very excited that we did that at the same time. Y'all have me LOLing the whole time. This is everything. I want to talk about it. Hashtag fan shout out. 
That's so cute. I know. So thank you. That was adorable. And I also want to shout out someone on Instagram, SSSmith93. She said, you guys are too cute. I have to say, I'm loving your news and booze podcast. I started listening to The Daily Dish after you were guest bartenders and Watch What Happens Live, and it was too hard to wait a week for new episodes, so I've been going through archives to tide me over. Smiley face emoji. Thank you for... Glad to hear from you. Oh my God, thank you. I just put that in. Glad to hear from you twice a week now. What What was the name? S.S. Smith 93. S. Smith 93. When you're going back through those archives, don't go too far. Those early <laughs> episodes are rough. <laughs> uh, but seriously, you guys, thank you so much for the support. And like, we always want to know what you guys want us to talk about, what you want us to ask. Um, tweet at us. Let yeah. us know how we're doing. I'm at Meg Segura on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on Twitter as at Rachie Rob, and you can find me on Instagram at Suspiciously Small. And always hashtag Bravo Daily Dish. Yes. Hashtag news and booze. Don't use the and emoji, though, or the and ampersand, because it'll get cut off. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Wherever you're listening, make sure you subscribe for goodness sake. Next week, we're going to be talking to Teddy Mellencamp Arroyave. She and Edwin stop by the studio. Yes, it's going to be great. And guess what? She was early. Looking fine and I got my girls with me uh. With the boys at the table getting tipsy Miss me, kiss me one more time Get over here, boy Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars Maybe even flying cars Okay, no flying cars But as soon as they get invented They'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait Auto Trader. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.